0: time to get stuck into your Amazon product page. Just how can you use it to improve your conversion rates? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast. If you're not familiar with our format, well, Each month, we focus on a different marketing method, could be email or SEO or Facebook ads. And each week, I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. This month, we're not doing a marketing method as such. Instead, we're looking at marketplaces, which can be a great way to increase your sales. And in today's episode, we're going deep into Amazon, looking at a key part of successful selling on the Amazon platform, how to optimize your Amazon product Pages to Maximize Your Sales, aka Amazon Product Page CRO. Our guest is doing this day in, day out for brands like you, and he has broken it down into five key tips. And then make sure you listen right to the end of the episode, because at the end of the interview, my guest will be sharing some quick fire insider tips to help you maximize the performance of all your Amazon activity, including some brilliant crystal ball things for you to be looking out for. And then I'll be sharing my take on it all, plus outlining some more free ways we can help you improve your marketing even more. So stay tuned to the end. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS platform built just for e-commerce brands. If you're marketing an e-commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Klaviyo comes in. Its top-notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real-time data from your on Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at clavio.com forward slash master That's K L A V I Y O dot com slash master Today I'm chatting with marketplaces expert Tom Baker. Tom is the founder of Forda Baker, Amazon marketing agency who help launch brands on Amazon and make them profitable. Hello, Tom. Hi,
1: Chloe. Thanks for inviting me onto the podcast.
0: It's great to have you here to cover such a cool topic but before we get into that topic how on earth did you end up founding an Amazon marketing agency and getting into the wonderful world of marketplaces
1: so it's a very sort of um personal story that influences actually the way that the agency is designed and the way that we deliver our services so i my background for sort of first 10 years of my career was sort of website marketing seo ppc Paid social, all all of those kind of things, and then I, I moved to a, a toy company, and sort of day one they said to me, Tom, uh, we need to launch on on Amazon. I was like, well, I've never done it before, um, <laughs> you know, I can, I can do SEO and all those kind of things, but I've never I've never done I've never done Amazon before. So natu- you know, my natural instinct was I'll go and find an agency to to help me do this, and we're sort of talking five six years ago, when I looked out into the market. I wasn't sort of pleased with with what I saw or satisfied with what I saw. It's still very early on in the, in the days of sort of the Amazon agency space. Um, I didn't feel like there was an agency with the sort of breadth and depth of expertise that I needed. You know, we had international ambitions and there wasn't agencies that could do, you know, international growth. They perhaps weren't providing full range of services that I needed just to kind of hand everything to them. So you know hit a bit of a roadblock where and then decided just to kind of do it myself and so learned a lot made a load of mistakes but over a kind of 18 months period it was, it was pretty successful and, you know it became a significant part of, of that business's revenue and I just always had the idea in my mind that there must be other people who have the same kind of challenge you know brand managers e-commerce managers marketing directors are like yeah we want to capitalize on everything amazon's got to offer but we just don't know how to do it or it's so complex that we that we need external support and and that's been the sort of motivation and the inspiration for, for the agency so you know just taking what I'd learn and then offering it to other people and it it kind of and it's it's grown from there really over the past 3 years
0: it's such an unsurprising story to me because i think even now it's very hard as a brand as a website owner as a product owner to find someone in the Amazon space who can help without ending up going down the FBA, dare we say it, get rich quick scheme yes. universe. There's yeah. an awful lot of side hustle your way to riches with FBA stuff. And wading through that is so hard because the approach of you know that as a business strategy, question mark business strategy, but that as a strategy <laughs> is very, very different. To what a brand who've got established products, who've got you know the the way they want to be displayed, they've got more than just a widget to sell. Such a different set of set of requirements.
1: Yeah, it it completely is, and we're we're, we're designed for that for that type of person. We're always very conscious of delivering for brands, the marketplaces is the beauty of marketplaces is that anybody can sell anything. And that means there's a myriad of different types of businesses selling, but we're really geared towards, you know, a a brand manager, e-commerce director, you know, at an established business, whether they're small, medium or large, but, you know, kind of established business that need that sort of hesitate to say enterprise level, but just professional, sophisticated service. Um that you're not gonna get from watching a few YouTube ads um.
0: indeed, as useful as those YouTube ads may be, they're not gonna gonna give you the solutions and I think you're kind of leading us into one of the reasons why we do feature marketplaces on this podcast, which is that the brands, the e commerce businesses they they often fall into the trap a of not finding the help they need, but b of just chucking up a product feed. And then not doing anything else. Yeah. Because there's a whole, you know, you said about the fact you were trying to find an agency that offered the full suite of services you wanted to grow the business and that didn't exist. I think a lot of the buyers, so that those running, you know, those marketing directors you're talking about often don't realise the full suite of service they need to make the Amazon uh, perform for them. Which is why, she says, segueing beautifully into our topic <laughs> for the day, why we're, we're zoning in on the conversion rate optimization on the product listings page. Because this is an area which it's really important to get right, isn't it?
1: Yeah, c- completely. And, and and as you say, sometimes it's just it's not considered or it's forgotten or, or it's low priority. But we, we see as a fundamental part of success on Amazon. Like a great conversion rate unlocks growth. That's that's the bottom line to it. So we put a great deal of kind of emphasis on on getting that right. Not only to begin with when we start working with a client, but continuously optimizing and keep optimizing um, to make sure that we're, you know, always improving those those conversion rates. Because there's so many variables within a product detail page that can be tweaked uh, and Amazon's offering better A-B testing tools all of the time. So there's there's always something that can be done to improve performance.
0: Wow, I did not know that. So you can A-B test your product page. With Amazon these days, in some circumstances. Yes,
1: so elements within the product page. And it's very controlled and uh, fixed by Amazon. When I say fixed, I mean the results are fixed. I mean, what what you can test is fixed by Amazon. Very restrictive. (laughs) Yeah, restrictive, that's the word. So titles, the first image, uh, what's called A plus content. So that would be the more visual content or or blocks of images that you will see further down the listing uh, on, on a desktop view.
0: Oh, nice. Well, look, rather than me get very excited about A B testing on Amazon, which is something I'm never going to use. So, <laughs> shall, we, um, shall we get into what, you know, the, the fundamentals of how we improve the conversion rate on a product page, what we should care about? I believe you have prepped five key areas we need, to, we need to care about. So, what's our first one?
1: So the, the first element of um, optimizing conversion rate and, and improving performance of your product detail pages is, is, is customer research. So getting that research right before you really pile into content production uh, and publishing that, that content. So I think there's a tendency with Amazon, partly because actually there are so many products that are out there that sell really well and ostensibly they don't look like they've got a great product page. So lots of other businesses think oh it's easy I'll just throw up my products either through a feed or just kind of manually uploading them and and expect them to sell. But Amazon is a much more, you know, mature and sophisticated market than it's than it's ever been. Um, so you've got to get the research done and done properly before you embark on actual content production and thinking about improving um, conversion rates. So obviously one of the beauties of, of selling on Amazon is you know, if you're already selling on Amazon, there's gonna be some reviews there, good and bad. Use that to your advantage. Don't be precious about the fact that some people might be saying something quite negative. Often you will find that that yes, there are some people that make some unhelpful comments, but most people are really constructive. They want to offer advice to other people buying the products or even directly to the brand so you've got first-hand information there from your customer what they like and and don't like about the product and obviously you can go and do the same thing with with your competitors it's all there it's all visible all public go and see what people like and dislike about their products you know there might be things that people are complaining about with your competitors a particular feature or aspect of the product they think is missing Um, but you have that benefit or feature or advantage, whatever it might be, make sure you emphasize that, you know, that's a point of differentiation. Um, You know that that's something that can be to your advantage. So really mining customer reviews, whether it's your own or your competitors, is, is integral. I think any kind of customer research that's done outside of Amazon is going to help as well. So, you know, you're selling a product online just as you would do Through your own website or even in bricks and mortar so you're going to know hopefully what the usual sort of objections or hesitations might be to buying your product and you've got to really counter those elements in in your listing in the content that you present to people and how you communicate that so um understanding yeah what might what what might stop someone from buying the product is a great question actually to ask your your customers what what might have stopped you buying this product. And people would tell you, you know, things that you just can't find through data, you know, and so that's, that's you know, or quantitative data. So th- th- that's kind of really useful as well, just to sort of poll your customers and, and find out what it is um, that they really think about the products.
0: What I love about that, Tom, is that we say it so much in marketing and people often get stuck because so they think they've got to run a customer panel or something. But on Amazon, it is so easy because Amazon's actively trying to get the feedback for you. You've got answers to questions. You've got reviews. If you haven't listed your products yet, go and look at the competitors so you can even find out, oh, everyone who's buying tents wants to know what the inside ground sheet size is. I make, I'm making that up, guys. Um, so, you, you know, you can get a head start and the data's there without you having to do a big research project. Um, I think think that one's awesome. What's number two?
1: So number two, and and this again is is about understanding how to position product and also about user intent with Amazon. So uh, this is a kind of phrase that we like, like to use internally at, at the agency. Uh, treat the product detail page as a product demo, not as a as a product within a catalog. So what I mean by that is classically, if you think of a, of a catalog, it's, it's descriptive. Uh, it's very plain, vanilla. It shows you the product, a basic description, and some weird SKU number or something like that. The product is available to buy. You can, however you buy things through catalogs, can't remember how that used to be done, but you, you know, it, essentially it's there, it's available, you can buy it. But in a marketplace where there's unlimited choice, just being available is not good enough. So you've got to really think about that product detail page as a product demo. So the way we like to think about that is just imagine you're in a department store. There's lots of other types of products in the department store, people rushing about, very busy. Your product's there on the shelf and you're you're demoing it. How are you going to grab people's attention there and then? What's the 30-second elevator pitch for, for your product and what's going to really grab people's attention and, and hold their attention and persuade them to buy the product. So, it's it's going from being very descriptive. Obviously, there always has to be an element of, of description within a product detail page, but beyond that to being persuasive. What's going to persuade someone to buy the product? Why are they buying this product versus any of the other competitors in the market? What makes it different why do they need it in their life? What benefit are they going to get from it?
0: I love this tip because I often think brands, when they when they first start going on marketplaces, they just copy the information that that they've put on the product page on their website and they totally forget about the great content that people consume as they get to that product. You know, so the explanation of why we made it, the uh, it might be the sustainability factors. It might be the uh, why the brand exists. It might be you know the fact that they're a maternity wear brand and they don't mention maternity on their product pages because they're a maternity website. You know there's all these things that get missed. and that for me seems to play into this as well a bit, Tom.
1: Yeah, absolutely. you've, you've got to be more direct. With, with your communication on Amazon. so that that example of you know maternity where you give that you can't take it for granted that people understand your products. So if someone lands on your website and is browsing around your website, it's I think it's a fair assumption to understand you know to expect them to have already known something about the brand, the products, what maybe done some research outside of your website. so there's there's some knowledge built up beforehand, but on Amazon, they may have just discovered your product from a, a generic search. So you've got to do a lot of the heavy lifting for your customer. You've got to tell them about you as a brand, tell them about the product. What makes it different? Why, you know, what is the, gonna be the benefit and the expected outcome for the customer from buying the product? What makes it, you know, makes makes them help, happier, healthier, wealthier, whatever it might be. Make it clear to people, don't, don't beat around the bush with it on, on Amazon because people are ready to buy. So you've just got to get them over the line.
0: Cool. And that leads us on to number three.
1: Yeah. So, so number three is mobile first. So again, that, that's not necessarily going to be a um, surprise to many people. You know, most people hopefully are, are optimizing for, for for mobile in any kind of product experience, really. Um, but Amazon, the, the reason I kind of emphasize this is about three months ago, Amazon added a heap of extra traffic data into all of everyone's um, amazon account which included mobile and app traffic that wasn't there before then suddenly everyone's conversion rates in theory has gone has gone down massively amount but it's just because the the traffic that wasn't there is that is now there so the 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 conversion rates have, have gone down a lot even though it it's actually the same but what it showed was just the the vast amount of consumers that are using their mobile devices to buy it on Amazon so it, it gave us the proof that you know it's it's over 75 in, percent in most in, in instances and we know that from our own personal experience as well you know most people are buying you know particularly on amazon uh, on, on a mobile device but it, it influences the way we design for amazon so you know the classic things we know about a mobile user, they're easily distracted, they're probably time poor, they're probably doing a couple of things at the same time. And they're they're going to be scanning and scrolling the, the, the product page. So your emphasis should be on a much more visual approach to your communication. Um, People are going to be scrolling through the image gallery and scrolling through what's called the A-plus content, the sort of larger content block that brands can can put onto their product pages. So so use that sort of visual element to be eye-catching, to pull out key information about your product, but not to overload the customer with too much information. They're going to be scrolling up and down. They don't read the product page in a nice linear fashion. They go, you know, they'll flick through, as they flick through the gallery, they'll scroll all the way down to the reviews, they'll scroll back up again. So being visual and eye-catching and just clean, specific, powerful information and having a confidence in those particular messages is, is going to be far, far more effective than trying to overload the listing as if everyone's on a desktop computer they've got loads of time they're not distracted by a million and one different things that's critical to it so a lot of businesses you know maybe they've they've been selling on Amazon for a long time they need to move with the times as well so you know what worked five years ago or even longer than that particularly when it comes to copy actually is probably de- in some instances maybe detracting from your performance these days so having really long bullet points on Amazon that get in the way of somebody who's on a mobile device is not effective so you know yes you might have had really good conversion rates in the past if you're seeing them dropping off it it could be that you've just not moved with the times you've got too much content in the bullet points and also your a plus you might be using certain modules within the A plus content, but there's lots of new A plus modules that are now available that are much more visual. They're much more geared towards a mobile user. So updating the A plus as well with these newer modules and also, and then just testing it. Often it, people, people forget, they assume that because they've built something or added something to Amazon, that Amazon's thought about how that's going to look on a mobile device. That's not necessarily <laughs> true. So people have really got to go and actually test it.
0: Yeah, actually look at your Amazon listings and your website on a mobile, people, for starters. Um, okay, Tom, number four, please.
1: Okay, so, so number four. So this is, um, we talk about advantages. What what are product advantages? So, you know, every, everyone's fam- familiar with the idea of promoting or emphasizing benefits over features. And that is absolutely true. But when it comes to marketplaces, it's slightly different because you've got to talk about the advantages of your products. And the reason for that is, as I mentioned before, you're on a kind of infinite shelf with loads of other competitors. And it's very, very easy for the customer to go and look at the other products that are available within within your category. So you've got to create a point of differentiation against what else is in the market. So it's not only about talking about why your product is good, what the positive effects of your 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 product is but why is that why is that better than what everything else that's on the market and again being very sort of direct with that don't shy away from saying this is, this is a bit crude but <laughs> basically this is the best on the market for these reasons it is better than what else is on the market for these reasons you know find a nice creative way uh, to say those things and to present that really visually but as I say, don't shy away from the fact that you've you've got to sort of extol the virtues of your product and 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 be quite quite plain in the fact that there are there are certain elements to your product which are which make it better or more useful uh, or better value than than other products that are out there.
0: Excellent. It seems like the kind of the theme that's running through these. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, Tom, but it feels like it make the customer's job as easy as possible. This is why we're awesome. We've answered all your questions already. Go on, just hit that buy button. That,
1: that's that's exactly it. Yeah, you make it make their lives as easy as possible, as, and and to make the purchase decision as sort of frictionless um, as possible. You know, really simple communication done visually, uh, not overloading people with too much text or diluting your brand positioning by trying to stuff keywords into the page. Those kind of things they used to work that, you know, things are more sophisticated than that these days. So I, th- I think you've summarized it really well, essentially, just make it as easy as possible for people to buy your, your product, which which ultimately, you know, Amazon's done all the hard work of the buy now button, the checkout, all of that. So all, your, all of your emphasis, all of your resource is going into making sure that when somebody lands on your page, they know exactly what it is, they know exactly what's great about it, then they know why it's better than other products on the market. And there's no reason to go and do another search and, and look at other products.
0: Yeah. Don't search. Don't search it, everybody. <laughs> um, Tom, you've given us four brilliant ways to do that so far, but you've got one fifth tip for you, for us, haven't you? So do you want to give us number five, please?
1: Yeah. So, so I, I talked about, um, just been talking about advantages there. So what, what are the product advantages? But there, there's definitely cases where buying Amazon is naturally or inherently is is transactional and there's going to be certain information that people need to know before they can buy the product so not only you know thinking about how this makes people look or feel the kind of emotional side of it but there's the practical side of it and there are lots of products where unless you know that practical information you're not going to buy the product so as you were just saying there you know, make it easy for people to buy the product because they know the the technical details of that product. So an example I give is I was I was buying a presentation clicker, doing a presentation at a conference. Uh, they told me everything's got to be compatible with window devices, PowerPoint. So, and, uh, and you need to have a presentation clicker. So I go onto Amazon, I look for a presentation clicker, all I'm really bothered about as long, you know, I've done my sort of due diligence that there's good reviews, there's good ratings. And then the thing that's going to get me over the line is looking at a product page that tells me exactly what I need to know in, in the simplest form possible. So the one that I bought in the second image, it just shows compatibility with these devices, with this software. There and then they knew exactly what was important to me, which was not you know, some brand positioning or brand story for their product. It's a very functional product. It was actually about the features of the product. It was the technical aspects of the product. So don't forget that there is always a balance between brand positioning and and, and that type of communication, but also the practicalities of a product. Is this? Does this do the exact thing that I need it to do? Is it going to work for me? Uh, and so never forget that there are definitely times when features are the selling point and they are the thing that's going to get people over the line. So never never forget that or never dismiss it, perhaps more accurately.
0: Which takes us all the way back to number one, know what makes your audience tick, people. Very, very cleverly circular there, Tom. (laughs) Um, Thank you for all of those. It's been a pleasure picking your brains about Amazon Product Pages CRO. Listeners, remember to stay tuned right to the end so you don't miss out on Tom's insider tips on marketplaces and my suggestions for more free resources to help you improve things even further in your business. This podcast is brought to you by Clavio, the email and SMS platform built just for e commerce brands. If you're marketing an e commerce brand, you already know that data changes everything. More data means more power. And if your email or SMS tools can't handle all that data, they're probably holding you back. That's where Clavio comes in. Its top notch personalization and segmentation help you send the right message at the right time, guided by unlimited real time data from your online. Online store and tech stack. Request a demo at clavio.com forward masterplan. That's k l ocom masterplan. Okay Tom, so far we've gone deep into Amazon product page CRO. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole world of marketplaces. So for the following questions, your answer can be anything to do with marketplaces, which does, of course, include. Amazon product page CRO. Are you ready? I am. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Let's start with newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success?
1: I think it's doing your research around the commercials of, of selling on Amazon or, or or any marketplace. And what I mean by that, there's two elements to it. One is know your margins on a marketplace? What are the fees that Amazon or any other marketplace are going to charge you? Uh, What do you need to do operationally to support that? But also, the knowledge that Amazon is not a get-rich-quick scheme by any stretch. It's an invest-to-grow platform, or or you need an invest-to-grow mindset to be really successful. Um, So, you've got to think long-term with it. I
0: love that, invest-to-grow mindset. Very cool. Uh, now, once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve performance?
1: The thing that differentiates Amazon from, let's say, selling on a sort of standard retail marketplace is that it's essentially an algorithm. And understanding how that algorithm works is the thing that's going to make the difference for you in terms of accelerating your sales so a good sort of analogy you know my background's in seo sort of you know doing lots of things with with google back in the day and we all know that to increase your rankings on google a lot of it's down to links so so the currency of organic rankings on google is links that's what the algorithm's looking for with amazon and amazon will be very actually different to google they'll sell they say this you know it's, it's public information that what they're looking for is is the sales velocity on those products. So how what's the rate of sale per day or per month? Um, so essentially the more that you sell, the more that Amazon's gonna reward you with extra visibility, and the more you're gonna sell it again and again. So we talk about this idea of a, a revenue flywheel with Amazon. And to get that flywheel going, to increase that sales velocity, you've got to bring together a myriad of different elements into your strategy, um, and that's not just about marketing. It's not just about advertising. It's the operations that sit below that. So, the fundamentals of always being in stock, making sure there's no issues with deliveries into Amazon's fulfillment centers. If you're doing dispatch yourself, making sure that's tracked properly. All of those operational aspects need to work just as much as you know getting your advertising structure right and and um, you know optimizing your listing. So, understanding the interplay between Uh, operations, advertising, SEO, conversion rate optimization, reviews, those that that sort of are truly successful on Amazon, they know how to pull all of those different levers and make them work together.
0: There we go, guys. There is no simple solution on Amazon. You've got to get the whole thing working together to get that flywheel delivering for you. Um, If someone listening wants to learn more about marketplaces, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend?
1: I'll, I'll give you two. Um, so, so um, I do. I do a, a weekly newsletter. People can subscribe to that. Um, just go to our website for baker.com. Um, there's a sign up box in in the footer, or go to the the blog and you, you'll see the sign up form there. Another great uh, resource and and a really kind of common um, marketing technology within the Amazon space uh, is a is a product called Helium Ten. Um, they've got a lot of great sort of introductory Uh, information for for sellers I've got a discount code for people if they want to subscribe to that product Um, that discount code is ssh10off underscore ford baker I don't get any commission on that we use that product a lot it's a very good product I recommend it and as I say there's lots of great resources uh, available to people even if you're not subscribing to it, there's still, still a tremendous amount of information there
0: Now, Tom, uh, you've given us uh, two awesome resources there. How are we spelling your website URL, please?
1: It is f-o-r-d-e-b-a-k-e-r.com.
0: Cool. And that, guys, is where you can go to sign up for Tom's brilliant newsletter for lots of tips. And then the other one was Helium 10, where there's loads of great, great stuff on helping you get started. But also there was the offer code, which is, and we'll put this in the show notes, it's easy for you guys to get hold of, but it's ssh 10 off o f f underscore Ford Baker, which is F-O-R-D-E-B-A-K-E-R. So there you go, guys. If you manage to memorize that on your walk or your cycle, congrats. It's all going to be in the show notes for you as well. So go ahead to the website later and you will get those really nice and easily. But two amazing resources. Thank you very much, Tom, which means it's time for the crystal ball question. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months we should be getting ready for?
1: So I'll I'll, I'll give you three things. So um, we've just gone through Prime Day uh, in, in July. There's now talk of another one coming Ooh. up. So yes, so it would be the first time that Amazon's done two in a year, whether people think that's a good or a bad thing, I'm not so sure, but there will be a, an autumn or fall prime day. So um, definitely get ready for that. Just looking sort of more broadly with, with Amazon, two things that I think people should be looking out for or kind of excited about. One is Amazon are putting a lot more investment into uh, accessibility to data. To sell not customer data, you're never you're never going to get that customer data, but sales data, basket data. They're putting a lot more emphasis on, as I say, kind of accessibility to that within people's seller central or, or vendor central account, however they're sort of engaging with Amazon. And also a lot more sort of keyword data as well, which as a old, cynical SEO like myself, that's that's a wonderful thing. Actuals seeing actual non-brand Keywords and which ones are driving revenue on products. Um, so that's something that's rolling out at the moment and will become vital to people's sort of overall sales strategy, but also part of their sort of listing optimization uh, strategy as well. The last thing, brand building through Amazon. I think that's going to be uh, even more critical. Yes, it's a transactional marketplace. You know, it, it is absolutely about selling product, but Amazon is is much more than just the marketplace, and there are tremendous opportunities um, through advertising, through, for example, Prime TV, IMDb's now converted into something called you know, streaming content. So I think there's a lot more sort of brand building activations that, that businesses can take advantage of. They, they are increasingly popular and they're, they're obviously very effective because you've got the beauty of great media and first-party customer data or purchase data. So putting those two things together uh, makes it really interesting for advertisers.
0: Excellent. Loving those three. And I'm guessing if people sign up for your weekly newsletter, they'll find all the details on those as it becomes available, which brings us on nicely, uh, Tom, to your opportunity to tell us where people can find you um, and your business if they want to get in touch.
1: Yep. So our our website, Ford Baker. so F-O-R-D-E-B-A-K-E-R.com. There's a book consultation form there. So that will come straight through to me. So just click on that, fill in a couple of details and, and I'll get the, the email there and I'll, I'll follow up with everyone. Or people can find me on LinkedIn. There's probably a million and one Tom Bakers on LinkedIn. So search uh, so for Tom Baker, Ford Baker um, and and hopefully you'll find me there. I post the newsletter there and you know usually kind of posting other information uh, there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Tom. Um, I expect you'll get quite a few people coming and asking for that consultation and even more signing up for the newsletter. Um, You've been such a brilliant guest sharing such clear um, advice with us today. It's been brilliant having you on the show. So thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: What excellent advice there from Tom. Uh, Five key ways to improve your Amazon product page conversion rates. I love the way he's broken it down into those different angles to help you remember the different things you've got to think about as you're working on it all. A couple of key things to tell you about all of that, though. The key things I would take away from this is... Be looking at it on your mobile. If that means you need to buy a mobile handset that you keep in the um, in the office with the you know the Amazon app on it and the Amazon web pages on there, so you can go in and see what your pages are actually looking like. Do it. Go get a secondhand one. Plug it into the wall in the office and use it. So as your team are constantly looking at this, because quite clearly it's important to know what it looks like on mobile. Is it readable? Does it work? Can you scan around on it? And that. So much of what he was talking about reflects back to your website. So don't forget, if you're finding these things that customers want to know before they buy, some of that's gonna be relevant back on your website too. So make sure you're sharing the knowledge between them. And then in the insider tips, Tom mentioned about knowing your margins and that invest to grow mindset. That's kind of what we were covering last episode, an episode 116 with Martin going in what it takes to be profitable on Amazon. So well worth a listen to that one. If that piqued your interest, you can get the links to everything we discussed, those awesome codes, websites, etc., and the full transcript of this episode and our take on it and more at keepoptimizing.com. You can use our special director episode links too, just put keepopt.com forward slash episode number into the URL bar and you will go straight to the correct episode page. So that will save you a bit of time, a couple of clicks. Once you get to our website, you can add yourself to our email list so you don't miss out on the things we share to help you improve your business. So that's two emails for you to sign up to today. When you get to the website as well, you can sign up to our monthly Q&A webinar where I'll be aiming to bring back all three of our marketplace experts to answer your questions. Details of that and how to sign up are on the website. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimising podcast. Our whole set of episodes about marketplaces is now live, so you can go and listen to all of them. Make sure you tune in next Wednesday when we'll be sharing our episode of expert tips on yes, it's the big one, how to make Black Friday work for you this year, including whether or not you should even do it. So make sure you're subscribed to us or following us on your favourite podcast player. And if you know anyone who's interested in improving their e-commerce sales at the moment, tell them. The Keep Optimizing podcast is here to help them because this show exists to help you and them improve their marketing. Have a brilliant week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.